Hey, this is just for you all. <laughs> yeah, Brooke, you can even get it louder. <laughs> yes! There you go. Welcome to episode number 81. In the background, House of Pain, Jump Around. Are you guys ready for that September 4th? Oh, I'm ready. so excited. Like, you don't even realize what this is all about, right? Like, do you watch videos of it? I've seen videos. Yeah, and... I've seen a lot. So and does it, it get it chills? It makes me really excited. Well, we are with Ambria Benson, class of 20, out of Miracosta in Manhattan Beach. And Jack Bibb, class of 20, out of Newport Harbor High School. How y'all doing? Good. Doing good. You guys ready to just sell Wisco even more? Oh, yeah. Like, you guys should be honored and privileged because Julia's not even a guest on here. And you guys get to talk about Wisconsin. We've had now Lucador, general manager, who was a student at Wisconsin, as well as uh, Bratz was a student mm -hmm. and a hockey player but they kind of gave more of a after college you know talked about the restaurants and bars but we're going to get down right to it i'm going to start out different and i'm going to ask you ambria what do you not like about the university of wisconsin the weather i mean that's about it like that's the only complaint i really had well besides covid but that has nothing to do with the school but that's the only thing I was like very iffy about going to Wisconsin is it gets so cold. So coming from Southern California, your Manhattan mm -hmm. Beach and Jack will hear what you have to say from Newport Beach. I mean, that's people are listening. They're going to probably either say it's too far or it's too cold. How cold is it? Explain to someone that's listening to a parent what it's really like. Well, it does, like the lowest I think I remember was like negative 20. And I remember my, like I thought I was gonna get frostbite. It was awful, but it's so gradual where you don't really notice it until it gets that cold. And you're like, oh wait, it's freezing now. But since like, I was always nervous because I thought I was gonna be like freezing the whole year. Like it's really only cold, like end of January to beginning of March. Like the lake only free, like I thought the lake was being frozen to like May and unfroze like mid-March. So it's right. really, it's not that bad, especially like for me, like I've never been a skier. Like my family doesn't go to the snow. Like, so I've never really experienced that much cold, but so it was like a change, but it's not as big as a deal as people like to say. Jack, what do you not like about Wisconsin? I mean, I'd have to agree. I think it's the only, the only obvious option is the weather. And I mean, maybe the distance being from California, but I mean, yeah, when like people ask me that same question, just anyone who asks that, it has to be the weather. I mean, cold is cold. But like you said, um, or like Ambria said, I would say other than maybe like a two-week stretch in February where it was like negative 20, like she said, it's really not that bad. And I got to experience that with you all mm -hmm. when I visit. And it wasn't that cold. I, I, I mean, and what you guys were all wearing, I mean, talk. You're prepared. You have, you have layers. Yeah. You, wear the, you wear what you need to wear, and it's not that bad. So do you get your winter clothes here in Southern California or do you wait and get it when you're in Wisconsin? Trying to remember. I think I would like order it online then I'd ship it there just because it would be so much to like pack all that stuff. Like I didn't buy my winter coat till I think second semester because I didn't need it. I just ordered mine all online and I remember I did it back in like July and when I did it, it was like 70% off. So like it was super cheap. <laughs> all right. So those of you that are headed out to Wisconsin, like get your shit now. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we, we covered what do you not like about it? It It is one of the 
biggest party schools out there, the biggest college towns out there. What attracted you to Madison? I think the biggest thing for me was like just the environment. Like you can walk anywhere. You don't, you're not going to ever need a car on campus. Everything is like super tight knit. It's all like state street. Like everything's on the exact same street and then huge like football and like everyone's just super into the school spirit and I think it's a lot of fun. But did you even know that coming out of Newport Harbor High School? Because you didn't visit until like that January, February when you went right. to basketball. Yeah, I really like Wisconsin was never even on my radar until I was actually applying for schools and my college counselor was like, hey, I think like Wisconsin might be a good fit for you. And I started like researching it and checking it out. I was like, yeah, that looks, that looks pretty fun. And then I visited and I was like, yeah, I want to go here. <laughs> And your road, Ambria, I mean, was Wisconsin the top two or three coming out of Miracosta? Oh, it was my first choice. Like, if I didn't go there, like, I would never get over it. Like, if I didn't get in, it would have been so obvious because I told all my friends, like, this is the only school I want to go to. So. But why? Um, I, like, it had everything I wanted. Like, I don't, I wouldn't like being sort of in, like, the middle of nowhere because a lot of those big football schools, like, don't have a city surrounding it. And I loved how Madison was this super nice city while having the football team, while having fun parties, and it's great academically. So it had everything I wanted. Coming out of Miracosta, what was your unweighted GPA? Unweighted? Um, 3.7, I believe. And were you ACT or SAT? I took both, but I think I, I submitted my ACT. Did you do better in one than the other? On the practice test, for some reason, all my SATs were a lot better. But when I actually took it, I, I think I the, the timing of it really freaked me out. And I wasn't very good at the reading, so that always kind of screwed me over. But in the end, it ended up being my ACT that I did better in. And what was your ATC uh, score? 29. Did you have honors or AP? Yeah, I took, I want to say, five or six APs and one or two honors. Jack, out of Harbor, what was your unweighted? I think my unweighted GPA was like a 3.6, I want to say. And what about you testing-wise? Um, I took the ACT. I never even tried the SAT, but I got a 30 on that. And then um, as far as AP classes go, I took a few of those. And then at Harbor, we have like the IB. IB. So I took IB classes too. But yeah, kind of never like overdid myself, took all APs, but I definitely mixed them in. Um, but yeah. Did you have an outside counselor? I did, yes. And what did that outside counselor help you with? She kind of, like I had her, I got her early on in high school and she kind of just laid out the foundation for me, like how to stay on track and what we need to do. Um, I think her biggest help for me was how to apply to schools and to stay on top of it, get it done early. And then um, the essays, she would like review my essays and like make notes and tell me how it is and like, yeah, just edit it. So this podcast obviously helps high school students and parents with the college search and admission process. And essays, a thing I always talk about. Do you remember what your essay was about? Well, we have the, the Wisconsin essay. I think it's about, do you remember what it was like? Why you want to be a Badger, right? Yes. And I remember um, I kind of like talked about like the atmosphere there and like why I want to be a part of that and like how I connected to that. And then I also correlated it to like my major and I did like my research on it and like I'm majoring in real estate found out Wisconsin has you know a really good real estate program there I think it's like number two in the country there so I was like oh it'd be kind of just went off that and 
So like for that essay, I really did my research and then kind of just like made them, made them see like how much I wanted to go to their school. Amber, do you remember your essay? I think I kind of talked about the same thing. I remember when I visited Wisconsin, I met with one of the counselors because it was one of those weekends. And she just said, when you write your essay, make sure you like sound like you really want to go there because like they can tell if you really do want to go there. So I like made it like I did all my research and like clubs I would join and things I would do and like why I wanted to be there. And I remember my friend Billy, his dad went there and his friends with one of the admissions people and I met him and he was like, I remember meeting, reading your essay because it was so good because you really, really sounded like you wanted to go there. And I was like, I, I do, I did at that time. It was like July when I met him. So right. I was like, I, that was the only school I wanted to go to. Ambria, if you didn't get into Wisconsin, what, where would you have gone? Did you apply anywhere else? Oh, I applied to 12 schools. I just, like, I was so set on it. Like from my sophomore year forward, I was so unbelievably set on it. And I probably would have gone to... The three schools that was kind of my second choice were Indiana, San Diego State, and Washington. Okay. So I would have gone to one of the one of those, but I think I would have transferred to Wisconsin either way. What advice or recommendations would you give to a student? Would you? I mean, obviously everything worked out well for you. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, sometimes it doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. So if you had to do it all over again, what advice would you give to a high school student? I would say just like work really hard. If you love a school, make it sound like you really want to go there. I originally got deferred when I applied EA. So I emailed the counselor right away and said, this is my first choice. I really want to go there. And I think that really did help me get in the second time. So so you did EA? Yes. Right. Jack, did you do EA? I also did or EA. Early yeah. action. Now, yeah. did you get in EA? I or did, yeah. Okay, so... That's huge because some people don't even know what EA is. They're like, well, do I just apply? But obviously, if you got accepted, uh, some people get on the wait list, right? Julia came off the wait list, but you got in right away. Mm -hmm. Now, I forget which one. Major-wise, somebody's business director. That is me, yeah. And you are? Communications. Communications. So let's talk about that because I think we had some people uh, that visited Julie and you guys sat down with lunch with them and they're talking about, well, what happens if we don't get in the business direct? So let's kind of talk about the business school because coming out of high school, you got in the business direct. Tell the difference between that and if you don't get business direct. Yeah. So coming in, I really didn't know what that meant. I was like, all right, cool. Like I knew I wanted to be a business major and I'm in, right? And then once I got there, I realized like how cool and important that was because not that many people get in. Um, a lot of my friends just applied this summer for business school and I'm pretty sure a lot of them got in, which is good, but it's a very competitive process once you're there. So um, getting direct admission to the business school is really, really cool and pretty valuable because you get to start taking business classes right away, um, which you'll appreciate in the long end when you don't have to make those up for your sophomore and junior year and stuff. And you have to keep your grades up your freshman year. Yes. Right? Yeah. And there's, I mean. If you're not direct admit, you need to worry about your GPA. I mean, obviously you want to do good no matter what, but it was nice knowing that even if my grades weren't there, I was still in the business school because kids that weren't, they had to worry about their GPA all throughout freshman year because, like I said, it's really competitive. And communications, I mean, did you go in with communications? Yes, I originally, like my dream, I've always wanted to work in the entertainment industry, so that seemed like the major that made most sense. 
So I want to do something like that. And I really, I really do enjoy the major and I enjoy the classes a lot. Like it's really interesting to me, which I'm happy about because I feel like in high school I took a lot of classes that like I didn't like, but now I'm taking all classes that like I get to choose and I really like. So I like that. Is that why Julia is a comm major now? I guess she was trying to do nursing. I guess that one didn't work out. It's too hard. <laughs> well, I'm a comm major too. Now look at my passion projects just doing podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about covid because people are like wait your daughter and all her friends went out to madison and classes obviously were not in person i think maybe some very rare but i think talking to you all everything was online mm -hmm. but i tell everyone well shit julia and her friends had the time of their lives so during covid and no one will ever be able to take that away from you all and you guys will be able to tell your kids and grandchildren how was it because you guys didn't know what you didn't know Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, it was definitely different and weird. Like we were out like living on our own for the first time and every class was online, but which was a bummer. But in the end, like we still had a great time. And I think through like Greek life fraternities and sororities is where we met like all our friends and stuff versus like in the classroom, we never got that experience, but still being able to be out there you got to like learn how to live on your own and stuff which was super valuable and then like restaurants were still open bars were still open like we were still having fun it was just a different experience than everyone else had had ever yeah ambria what's one of your greatest memories or experiences from your freshman year I'm trying to think I just think the whole experience of COVID, like I will never forget, like ha not really having a tailgate, but doing our own thing and still having a great time. And like, we still had some traditions, like there's this big party called Mifflin and like, we still did it. Like we kind of bent the rules, especially when COVID wasn't nearly as bad. So like, that was really fun. And like, we still had date parties and they just weren't nearly as big, but I still really liked them and I had a good time. So obviously a lot of the returnings, uh, returners that are going back to school this fall. They're getting excited, college football, tailgates. Talk to us about the tailgating experience without even going to a football game. Like, what did, what did you all do? We just went to a, a lot of people have apartments. We'd go to people's apartments or some frats would throw. But during that time, COVID was so bad that it wasn't like, I think three or four of our football games got canceled and everything like that. So it was kind of like more low key, but like it was still a great time. Like I look back and think of like, oh, that was so much fun. And those are, I, I didn't know what Mifflin was until I started looking at the post. And then I'm like, holy shit, this looks like a crazy scene. Who wants to talk about what Mifflin is? I mean, you were there, were you there, Jack? I was there for a little bit, yeah. Um, Mifflin is- First, tell them what, what it is. Mifflin, it's the Mifflin Street block party. So there's a street in Madison called Mifflin and where a lot of people have houses there. So once a year in the spring, um, they have a huge block party where everyone just like parties all day out on the street and it's a lot of fun. Um, and that was later on in the year. So we were able to like, once COVID was a little bit more relaxed. So we were able to have a lot of fun that day versus like, like you said, like football was early on in the fall. So COVID was pretty more, much more strict then, but yeah, Mifflin, it's basically just a huge block party. And for Wisconsin, some schools rush in the spring, like definitely for sororities. Uh, obviously, at Wisconsin, they rush in the fall, and the fraternities rush in the fall too, right? And I think we were there during that whole part of that process, I think in October it was. Uh, 
if someone's interested in rushing on a fraternity, what advice do you give them? Uh, talk to us about that. Um, I think the biggest advice I would give to someone is be open-minded, check every house out, um, go in with like an open mind, like I said, and just like go to the house where you see, you think you'd have the most fun and see where you're the best fit. Um, yeah, I think don't worry about anything other than like making connections and making friends because that's what it's all about. Were you scared? Not scared, but it's definitely like a little daunting, like especially being from Newport Beach, California and going to Wisconsin. Like I didn't really know anybody. So you're kind of just like doing it on your own thing, but it all works out and it's a lot of fun. And Ambria, your experience uh, coming from Southern California, is this something you wanted to do? Yeah, I've always been like, I. that was one, one of the reasons why I went there too, is like, I wanted to be part of that. Like my mom's super into sorority, both my sisters were in sororities. I was like, I want that experience. And I, I liked rushing. I love talking to people. So I think it was a great experience for me. But just like Jack said, like, um, keep an open mind. Cause I went in there like only really thinking about like the really California sororities, but I'm in one that I have like, there's only like four girls in my pledge class that are from California and I love it. Like it completely pushed me out of my comfort zone. My roommate was from California. A lot of my friends are from California. I live in California, but like now I'm friends with a bunch of girls from Minnesota, Chicago, Iowa, like all over the place, which I really like. And do you think that's, it's a Midwest thing mm -hmm. because I've kind of, I know you guys very well and I, and I know other people in different schools. It seems like you're at Wisconsin, your sororities can hang out with different sororities, fraternities can hang out with different fraternities. It's not like the Deep South, mm -hmm. where it's kind of not segregated, but they're more cliquish. A little bit more relaxed up there, where yeah. we still have like the big, like Greek life's still pretty big at Wisconsin, but it's much more relaxed in that sense where like, you don't hate the other sororities or the other fraternities. Yeah. How many were in your pledge class? There are 44 kids in my PC. And how many from California? I believe nine. So is SAE, mm -hmm. it, are, are you guys considered a California fraternity or? Definitely not a California fraternity, but um, we're very big. So we're coast to coast. We have a lot, like I said, we have nine um, in my PC from California. And then we get like the Midwest. We have Wisconsin and Illinois and Minnesota. And then we also have kids from way back east in like Connecticut, New York and Massachusetts. So. We pull kids from everywhere, yeah. And Ambria, how many girls from California in your sorority? I want to say, in the whole sorority, I have no idea, but my PC, I think maybe four or five-ish. I don't really know, not. I have my one girl from my one friend, Hunter, from my high school, and she's the only one that's from, like, Southern California, but there's a lot of, like, my roommate was from Northern California, and she's in my sorority, too, so. And you obviously went through... It, it, how rigid or how hardcore is it? I mean, it was online, first of all. Mm -hmm. But do you think if it was in person, it, different outcome? I try not to think like that. Like, I'm very, like, it happened for a reason. I'm very, very happy with my sorority. And I hope if it was in person, it would have had the same exact outcome. But in reality, maybe, maybe not. Because it was all very, like, different online, a different experience. Like, I remember spending so much money on clothes and jewelry. And, like, they only saw, like, the top of my head. Like, now looking back, I was like, why did I spend that much money or care that much? But All right. So what advice would you give a incoming freshman that's a female rushing just be yourself. Just know the other side is just as nervous as you are. Like I, our first round was videos and I did it 
for two days. It was a three-minute video. I did it for two days straight. I filmed maybe 200 videos of myself trying to get it perfect. And looking back, it it did not matter. Like, I, I should not have spent that much time. Every you did 200 videos? I probably did around 200. I would kick Julia my roommate Julia did out. like five, and I picked like one or two. We were sending <laughs> it around. We're like, that's it. Done. I took She's so She's like, I'm not many. doing it anymore. You did too. I cried so many times. I was on the phone with my mom. I'm such a perfectionist when it comes to things like that. So I really wanted it to be perfect because I knew if I did get dropped from a sorority that I really liked, I would have been like, oh, it's because of my video. Like, I would have fully blamed that. So I was like, I'm not going to stop until I love what I'm doing. So. And when we get back in the fall, do you are you living in the house? Yes, I am. So, and then... Why don't you talk to people about, is there like rankings based off of what you do, prior, uh, priority of what room you get or who you live with? Yeah, it's all a point system. So we'd have events throughout the year or like Instagram posts or anything. Like it's like the silly points too. Like study pick, you and three girls, you get 10 points. So I was very like, I only 40 girls lived in the house out of our like 65-ish. So it was pretty competitive. And so I did like everything in my power and I would suggest that to anyone to do everything in your power to try to get in the house because I think it is a great experience. A phi or G phi? G phi. G phi. G phi, G phi, B, <laughs> gamma phi, beta. All right. And with SA, you're living in the house, right? Correct. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about, and now do most sophomores live in the house? Second mm, year. My, my entire pledge class is living in the house. So. And then I'm, I'm going to fast forward a little bit because when you're at Wisconsin as a junior, where do we live? Um, I think so there's apartments that people go to I think the biggest ones are the hub and the James and then um, but yeah juniors live in apartments um, and, and then, it is, it's the hub for juniors and James is a senior is it vice versa um, I think it, it's like the same I think I think most people would rather be in the hub and the hub gets filled up and then if you don't get into the hub you go to the James I think let's talk about I, I mean m most classes Right, if you had an eight o'clock class, you're waking up at 7.55, if not later, and just like going online or nine o'clock class, 8.55. I mean, you guys actually have to wake up and walk to class now, right? It'll definitely yeah. be an adjustment now, yeah. Is Haven't that, done that in a while. Yeah, <laughs> is that gonna be a change? I mean, especially maybe in the winter mm -hmm. or as I've heard some people say, like I, I might have to cut down on my drinking because I gotta like <laughs> wake up and function and yeah. walk. So do you think about that? Yeah, like my... My first semester, I had a class, a discussion at 7.45 in the morning. I would get up at 7.43, just turn it on and just like lay in my bed. And I, now I can't do that. So that's going to be a huge adjustment being like timing myself, figuring out how far it is to walk, how long it's going to take me and then do that in the winter as well. So I think that's going to be a huge change and especially weather wise, because one reason why I think the weather wasn't nearly as bad was because I didn't need to leave my room if I didn't want to. Like I had a dining hall below me. I could have just stayed in like my room for two weeks and not have to go outside at all if I didn't want to. So that's going to be a huge change, I think. And when you get out there, you actually experience the seasons. It's going to be hot and humid, like right in August when you move in. And then it changes to the winter, right? And then it kind of gets a little bit better in the spring. Obviously, the spring was, uh, was the spring a little bit better, fun, more fun than the fall. People really like get excited there when like kind of winter ends because it's like finally warm again. So it's much different. Like here, it's like it's all the same. Like you don't really notice the seasons, but like there, like 
it's like a like you can tell when like winter's over people are like much more lively like out on state street i remember walking down like towards the end of school it was like april or beginning of may and like just like thousands of people on the street and like you would just not see that in the winter let's talk about state street because i really want you to paint the picture of state street i i tell people well first madison it's a capital right and you're in a liberal democratic college town but you got state street like what are your favorite hot spots what what do you like to do on state street um state street it's great to walk around there's tons of tons of restaurants and bars so like i would say that's pretty much what we do walk around and eat and and drink is pretty much what what goes on in state street but it's a lot of fun so and you're a foodie because we always come to you. I think I've, some of the best places I've found, <laughs> Ambria, is from you. And we'll talk about the one we found on our move out. But uh, State Street, where, where are we eating on State Street? Where are we drinking on State Street? My favorite bar on State Street is probably Brats. And Saturday mornings, we'd always be there doing mimosas. It was so much fun. Eating-wise, Muya's Burgers, great. Um, they just opened up a Raising Cane's, so that's going to be packed. Hey, did you see the line in that? Snapchat or the social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was crazy. It's going to be crazy, even crazier once all the kids are there. Like, if that place is open till like two o'clock in the morning, it's going to be every single night people are going to be in line, which is going to be fun. And where else are we browsing around on State Street? Because I could just start rattling off, but I-, I want you guys to talk about it. Like, nice restaurants would probably be like Eno Vino. I really like that one. 107 State, great restaurant. Let's let's pub up 107 State, right? Nathan's the owner. That's the place where we've had a couple. That was our spring uh, dinner, and then we did the move out dinner too. I mean, what did you? State 107. The, Nathan's from New York, but it's it's at the kind of end of state. But what do you like about State 107? Um, so yeah, like it's at the end of State Street, and when close to the capital, once you get close to the capital, where like the nicer restaurants are. But so a great place to go when your parents are in town. Or when Fonger's in town taking us all out. But um, what I liked most about that place, they have it was the pasta dish. I can't remember which one, but it was really, really good. Um, but yeah, that was a great place. Like you said, the owner. It's awesome. A different environment, different vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right? it was very authentic, like New York food. It, and yeah. yeah, my mom still talks about that place. She's like, we got so much food. It was so good. Yeah, <laughs> Big servings, too. Yeah, yeah huge well, servings. That was our rookie year. Mm-hmm. We learned a lot on the second time. Right. The second time yeah. was a little bit better. Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking about like nicer places when your parents are in town because Julia said the same thing, like capital. It's like, you guys don't really venture out to the capital. Not very often, Is no. it? It's not that far, though, Jack. Come on. It's not far at all. It's just like... The restaurants and places, they get a little more expensive once you get closer to the capital. So, like, as a college student, we're all kind of budgeting, so we stay close. We're, like, around campus where things are cheaper. But um, it's really fun to go up there and, like, go to – like, when you're looking for a nice restaurant, go up there, go to 107 State, and, yeah. What are some other cool places you like near the capital? Um, Gotham Bagels, great. Um, breakfast food, I'm trying to think. Um Bassett Street, also great oh, yeah. breakfast food. I'm a, I love a good breakfast. So, and they have yes, they have mimosas too. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, what was that Mexican place that we went to and we had margaritas? Oh, Bel Air. Bel Air is a fun place. Right. Mm-hmm. That great these are queso. all places like right on mm-hmm. the capital. Um, and there's that other. What's the sushi place? Red. 
Red. Yes. So when parents are in town, obviously someone's calling me. I'm like, where should we take you? They're like, can you take us to Red? I'm like, all right. So um, good places. Now, have you guys ventured? That's like where the capital is. The other side of campus uh, where we had breakfast that one time. Have you guys ventured out there? Is there a lot of college activity going on out that at that side? So over there, it's much more, there's less like, less city there's more there's no like restaurants or any stuff it's more like a lot of dorms are down there and then there's some like classrooms so like i really wasn't down there very much just because we didn't have any in-person classes but um that's like the lakeshore area where there's a lot of dorms and then much more like naturey vibe um and i think like a lot of engineering the engineering uh buildings over there um but as a business major, all my classes are closer to like State Street and stuff, so I'll never really be down there too much. Have you guys visit the the Nick? I have not yet, but I plan to be there a lot this fall. Hopefully, I'm really excited to to actually go see it for the first time. And Amber, what about yourself? Yeah, I went a few times. I'm very we we have. Me and my friends would do Turnstile, which was cycling, which was by Ovation. So I didn't go to the Nick as much as I wanted to, but it is great. Like, beautiful, so open, has so much room. Like, I was there on, like, a Sunday morning, and I didn't feel like it was packed at all. And this is the rec center. It's obviously mm-hmm. brand new. But if you're a student, I mean, you have the lakes. I mean, to, what do you do in your free time? Like, I, There weren't any classes, I mean, that you were going to or walking, but... It's just so beautiful. I mean, like paint the picture of we could start like at the the Memorial Terrace, right? And you just keep on walking out. Did you guys venture out there? What type of experience did you guys have there? Um, Yeah. So like that trail that starts at the Union and you can just walk along the the lake and then go all the way to um, Picnic Park. That's like a great um, place to like go on a run or just go for a walk. And it's a great scenery. So I definitely did that a decent amount when it was warmer and then um yeah kind of just it's a good spot just to like get outside and like go get your exercise in because the memorial opened up at the end of the year right yeah Yeah. later on or maybe even that last week that we were there Mm -hmm. well you just you needed your uh like your covid test to get in but did you experience did did you go there a lot i did first semester i would go there a lot to do my homework because I don't love staying in my dorm and I had the smallest dorm room. So I like wanted, because we can't go to class, I might as well go to the union and they have great food there. So I would get like pizza or pasta or a salad and like do my homework with Julia or Molly or another one of my friends, which was fun. Now people see pictures when the lake's frozen and especially if you're out here from California, they're like wigging out like something's going to happen. Someone's going to fall in. Talk about the experience on the lake because it's right in front of your SAE house. Mm -hmm. I remember... um when the lake was frozen, one of the one of my favorite days of the freshman year, I think, was we had like a, I mean, we didn't have a ton of big parties, but it was one of the times where we were able to have a party and it was, everyone would just flood themselves onto the, the frozen lake and everyone would just party out there. And it was like such a different experience for me, but super cool. And it was a lot of fun and nothing, nothing's going to happen. And the ice is very thick. <laughs> very thick. Yeah. yeah. My mom was terrified when I sent her a photo. She's like, you're going to fall in. And I was like, I'm not going to fall in. Of all people, I am, I, <laughs> me being a hundred some pounds, I am the last person that's going to fall in. But I would, that stuff like that is so much fun. And like 
for things like that, like the police aren't really on us or anything like that. So it's just like a big open space. Like as a girl, I can go frat to frat on the lake and it's all open and you see everyone you know and it's just so much fun. And I can't wait for like a huge party there or something like that because I know that I've seen pictures of it and it looks insane. What, what's your favorite part or favorite place on campus? I would probably say Memorial Union. Like I love it when it's hot and when it's cold. Like the view is great, sitting outside is great when it's warm. And then when it's cold outside, the inside as high as you go, more the more the higher you go up the stairs, like the more quiet it gets. So if I really needed to grind for a test, I would go all the way to the top and I could be by myself, it would be silent. So I really, really like that. And it's just a great place and I see so many people and it's like a social setting as well, which was really nice for a year of COVID. People say Wisconsin's the one of the biggest party schools out there. Okay, so when you're a freshman, is it easy to get into some of these bars? Are they more lenient, either A, with fake IDs, or you know, only seniors are going to hang out here, juniors are going to hang out here? Talk to us about that. Um, yeah, as far as the bar scene goes, you kind of know, um, well, you learn to know like what bars to go to and what not to. Um, for us, there's like two bars on campus that you know like 21 only and then the rest of the bars are pretty pretty lenient with it it kind of just depends on the night but yeah other than two bars who, um, who are the sticklers um so the college club the kk um you can't go there in, until you're 21 which is kind of fun because um it's something to look forward to and then um the w is the other one where okay yeah anyone under 21 is not getting in so then when you're under 21 I mean, Julia kept on telling me about places. What what was your favorite? I would probably say Bratz this year was my favorite. I liked City Bar. Oh, Whiskey Jack's so fun. I guess now they have a bowl in there. So first night, that's where I'm going. They do that bowl was there when I went there. They took it away. I, the, like the bowl I, they, was yeah. shut down for COVID. Yeah, oh, okay, now it's maybe, back, okay. and they have karaoke night. Whiskey Jack's is probably like a very like if you want to go have fun, go to Whiskey Jack's, and you get to play like. I went to bingo night, there's karaoke night. Like it's really, really fun and it's something to do. All right, so people are listening. We always talk about it because you guys had a good group. A lot of, I think a majority was a lot from California, <laughs> right? That the class of 24, I always call it Badger Mafia. <laughs> um, but obviously you were in college and things happen. You guys are now the fourth couple that I have on the show. But how did you originally meet and how did you become the thing or the item? We met, I think my first night I was there because he met my friend Gavin, who I went to high school with. And I texted Gavin being like, oh, like, what are you guys doing tonight? Then he invited me out. So then I met all the guys from Newport. Mm -hmm. And then they had an apartment. So me and Julia and all my girlfriends would always be there. So we'd always be hanging out. But did... This is funny because I think when I went out there and well, first Jack was that the same story, or like yeah, yeah. Shout out Gavin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did you think she was hot for uh, right away? Yeah, yeah. Saw her from across the bar. <laughs> and same thing. That yeah, didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, that didn't happen. Uh, it was funny because then when y'all came back in October for our little tailgate, I'm like. Do they like each other? <laughs> but then in the spring, this is the funny thing because school ends, right? But then that's when you guys really said, okay, let's be a couple, right? 
Um, yeah, in second semester, we kind of waited it out a little bit, and then um, we both just decided to date, and that, here we are. But yeah, <laughs> and now they're the fourth couple on this podcast, and still going strong. Mm-hmm. I love it. So, is it good when you? went to Wisconsin in terms of like being roommates with different people. I forget who you room with. Do you recommend trying to get roommates that you don't know or people that you do know? I think it definitely depends on the person you are. If you're looking for that true freshman college experience and want to like branch out, then by all means, like either go random completely and just see who you end up with or like get on the Facebook page and look for, look for a roommate through there. Um, but in the end, like if you're become best friends with your roommate or not, it really doesn't matter. Like it's all an experience because you hear so many different stories of like people going to college or if they're, let's say you're coming from Miracosa, I'm going to go room with Molly. I, I don't even know who you roomed with. You're, I roomed with this girl, Sadie, who I, she was originally rooming with one of my friends, Kiki, and then Kiki transferred. And then okay. my roommate at the time, trans- well, they just got off the waitlist at our school and then he gave me Sadie's number and it worked out perfectly. Like, I love her. Like, I couldn't have asked for a better roommate. But I would. I didn't even think about rooming with someone from my high school. I kind of wanted to experience something new and not – just I, me and Molly are best friends at school, still best friends. But I would never, like, think, like, oh, I'm just going to roommate with someone with high school because it's easy. Like, I wanted to push myself out there to meet someone new and live with someone completely different. Wisconsin's known as a work-hard, play-hard school, right? I, I, I mean – What's your, can you validate that? Because you guys have a lot of fun and, and now we can just start talking and, and going and talk about stories, but it is true. Mm-hmm. You, School's tough, but yeah, you definitely got to get your stuff done in the day so you can like, I mean, for me, I never want to miss out. So I make sure to get all my work done and then like go have fun at night. But yeah, it's definitely a balance of getting your work done and then going out and having fun. Like, were, were you waking up college students? I mean, what, what was your earliest? Do, do you recommend having early classes or? I would never recommend to anyone to have early classes. I would, I mean, you're going to have to have some early classes, especially as a freshman, just those gen ed lecture classes. But um, if you can create classes that are as late as possible, because sleep is going to be your best friend when you can get it. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, it's just, I would suggest doing like 9 a.m. being your earliest because you don't want classes at night either. Like I had this one class I was supposed to have next semester from 5 to 7 on a Wednesday. And like even though Wednesday isn't a day you go go out, like you still don't want to have to go to class late at night. So right. I think midday, how like how like 9 to 3 I think would be a perfect time to have classes. And try not to have any classes on Fridays because that's a lot sometimes because Friday is like basically a weekend in college. So getting to Wisconsin, obviously, we, we know your road to Wisconsin, uh, but people that are listening, right? Uh, it, it could be Wisconsin or any other school. That student going through that process or the parent going through that process, Jack, what advice would you give to the high school student going through the college search and admission process? Um, just go in with an open mind, apply to as many schools as you can, um, and then Check them all out. See where you think you'd fit best. And don't be afraid to go out, your, go out of your comfort zone because you never know, like, where you belong, like, 
Wisconsin was never a school that I thought I would be at, and I absolutely love it. So um, if I gave one piece of advice, it would be don't be afraid to go out of your comfort zone and be open-minded. If you didn't go to Wisconsin, where would you have ended up? Um, That's a tough question because I think Wisconsin, Washington, and USC were at the top of my list, and I didn't get into those other two, and I'm very happy I didn't because I'm very happy at Wisconsin. Um, but, um, Boulder was probably Boulder and San Diego state were both, um, my backups if I didn't get into Wisconsin. Did you visit Washington? I did when, um, my sister was applying for school. So I did when I was younger and so, I really liked the campus there. Great, beautiful campus. Yeah. One of my favorite, uh, favorite campuses. But during this whole process, besides Wisconsin, where else did you visit? Um, so I just, I was planning to visit a ton of schools and then COVID kind of happened and I was like, all right, well, um, during the time it really wasn't like people weren't going that many places, but I was lucky to have checked out Wisconsin before COVID had all happened and I really loved it and I just decided to, to go there. So other than, other than Wisconsin, I really didn't check out many other schools. And actually you haven't had the football experience, but you had the basketball experience at Cole Center. So mm -hmm. I they did played Michigan. I did go to a basketball game. They played Michigan State. And um at the time I didn't really know much about it, but it was like a really, really awesome experience. The Cole Center was absolutely packed. Um and Wisconsin won at like the last couple seconds. So that was a great game. And I think that really gave me like a good good vibe of what what it's all about ambria what about advice to parents that are going through this whole process because i don't know if you guys felt this in high school every guest i always talk about talk to they say well there's enough pressure right in high school from your friends or either the adults uh what advice would you give to parents that are going through this with their children i would say let your child like make their own decision you don't want to force anything on them because i've had friends who parents kind of force them into schools and now they hate their school so i would say let your child make their own decision let them do their own thing push them to like finish their applications on time and try to do every school ea if you can because i think you have a better opportunity if you do go ea but don't be like you should go to this school because it's better or you should go to this school because it's better like let them decide it on their own Late night munchies, when you're totally drunk, late at night, where are we eating? I would say Chiba Hut, which is a great <laughs> sandwich place. It is so fun late night. Or Ian's Pizza, which is also I'm very, so glad very you good. said Ian's Pizza because if one of you guys didn't say it, I was going to say, okay, so you got to talk about Ian's Pizza. What are we having at Ian's Pizza where you just gain so much weight and calories? Mac and cheese pizza for sure. I've gone out, eaten that, and then had the worst stomach pain the next day, not even because <laughs> of the alcohol from that slice of pizza. That was probably like 2,000 calories. But it's so good. Yeah. It, you, you I'm just telling wrong. you right now, if you're in Madison, <laughs> that I, when I went out there, I said, Julie, we got to have this mac and cheese pizza. But And then I gave it to the Gurkhas, and they're like, let's eat mac and cheese pizza. One o'clock in the morning. It's nasty. <laughs> Best breakfast place. You're hungover. Where are we waking up? Where are we eating breakfast? Tags is always the best spot. Um, super easy to go into. Um, it's just a little market where they got some great breakfast sandwiches. So definitely Tags. Very, very good. I would say Tags too. Or Gotham, but Gotham always has a pretty long line. Tags is so easy. It's on 
Langdon, which most of the sorority and frat houses are on. So it's so convenient, which I think we'll be utilizing a lot next year. And what was the place we went to kind of like in a shopping mall? It's, uh, it's out there. Oh, um, Cafe Hollander. That's it. I love that place. That was, I think I found that because I went there with my parents when they were dropping me off. And I probably went there probably like six or seven times. And it's like, it's an Uber ride. So it's not like one of those convenient places, but it is so good. If we ever wanted a good meal that wasn't too expensive, we'd go to Cafe Hollander. And now you're going to have... Molly's car, so that you guys could go out and venture. Yeah, out, that's gonna right? be really nice just to go there and not have to spend twenty dollars. Some because Ubers are insane right now. Or another fun place that's not close to us is they have like a Benihana type restaurant. I don't remember what it's called, but we would go there a few times and a few birthdays. It'd always be really fun to kind of venture out of like just like Madison area because there's tons of restaurants out there too. So as we wrap up, obviously now you guys are episode number eighty one. And you guys know, because I've been around you a lot, this podcast has content and we're trying to get on Barstool and really take it to the next level. Why, what, what, what should we be telling Erica and Dave Portnoy? Why should the student manager be on Barstool Sports? Um, we got to get the student manager on Barstool Sports because I think it's a great, great way to share to high schoolers around the country, like... Like, for me, like, Wisconsin was never on my radar, and this would be a great way, like, as a high schooler to go check out these colleges that you might not have heard of or might not know much about and get, like, real actual experience from from college students that have actually had a year and can get that, get that vibe they're looking for. I would say the same thing. When I was applying here, I'd watch a lot of YouTubers do vlogs, and there's nothing like this I would see, and I love to hear, like, their experience and Rush, their experience – and parties and game days. And I think this podcast is a great way to like have like true raw experiences of kids who ha- like have been to these schools. You hear that? And Big Cat, Big Cat went to Wisconsin. Yes, I've been tagging did. him. I'm like, are you going to the Notre Dame game? Are you going to the Wisconsin game? Like we're going to be there. <laughs> well, we are going to be in Madison in three weeks. And actually that's when your podcast is dropping. So hopefully we'll get some more followers and listeners. It's go. been great having you guys on, Thank sharing you. the Madtown experience. Um, anything we need to say? What else? What What else am I forgetting? Because this is, oh, I know what I was going to say. Because we're, we're, we're at Wisconsin, obviously, to study and to get a degree. Do, do you know how many alumni are in your alumni network? Now I'm going to like challenge you because at the three, one year's already gone by. Three years, boom, you guys are out in the real business world working. What's the alumni network? Um, For those that yeah. are listening, like, why should I go to Wisconsin? I mean, that is another great, great um, thing about Wisconsin is that it's such a big school. There's so many alumni and so many connections you can make. I think I actually remember reading this stat when I was applying to schools, which it blew my mind when I read it. Wisconsin has the most Fortune 500 CEOs out yes. of any other college. And I thought that was like truly Thank amazing. Thank you for telling our audience followers that. Now, that is true. How many alumni are in the network? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, yeah, a lot. <laughs> there's about 450,000. And there's huge right here in California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm going to really put you on the spot, especially you guys are here in COVID. You, I know you all got the email. Chancellor of University of Wisconsin. Rebecca Blank. Rebecca Blank. Yes. All right. Now, you might know this one. You might not. Because we just, we met him when he came out here the other day. The new athletic director of Wisconsin is? 
Come on, because he's gonna listen to this. Oh god. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I I don't. I don't, I don't remember. Big Mac, Chris McIntosh just took go. over for. Uh, well, do you know yeah. who the former? I did, and now I, I you know. He's the former coach too. Yeah, on the spot right now. I'm, it's drawing a blank, but yeah. Barry Alvarez. Barry Alvarez. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, okay. Do you know who the quarterback of Wisconsin is? Grammar. There you go. All right. Episode eighty-one for the student manager, Fonger News. Out. <laughs> <laughs>